0: Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, We make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com.
1: What's going on, everybody? cattle and Finn has got a meetup going down October 16th through 18th at Eastport Marina and Resort in Alpine, Tennessee, which which falls right on Dale Hollow. What we're going to be doing is just hanging out, fishing. uh Depending on the number of people that show up and the interest, we may do a small tournament. Uh, we will have some stuff to give away Saturday evening. We're going to do a hangout and a little little barbecue action. We'll have food for everybody. If you're looking for lodging, you could stay right at the resort. It's $50 per person per night. Um, And what you get is your own personal bedroom on a houseboat, luxury houseboat, courtesy Eastport Marina. That's a special price they gave us to lend to our listeners. If you want uh, more info on the resort, you can go to Eastport.info and uh, their website will pop up there. You'll see all the houseboats and things like that. A majority of our hosts are going to be there, and we would love to spend some time on the water with you.
2: This segment is brought to you by Jigmaster Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and use promo code PNF20 and save 20% off your next jig order today.
3: You're listening to Bass Fishing for Noobs and the Battle and Finn
1: podcast with your hosts, Ryan Milford and Sean Labrador.
3: Welcome back to Bass Fishing for Noobs and the Battle and Finn podcast. I'm Ryan. We got Sean in here. Hey, guys, what's up? And we also have the jigmaster himself, Mr. Cody Jennings returning again for the third time welcome back
4: yeah do i get any uh, awards for that by chance
3: well you know i might have to find some for you because you are now like the uh, you know being your third time you're the most reoccurring guest on the noob show
4: yeah, like a coffee mug or something right
2: <laughs> <laughs> you get a little card and we'll punch it out each time when you get to five you get something
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I like uh, that. Let's see. Not counting the actual paddle on Finn crew. Let's see. We've had Jody Queen on twice, so he's right behind you. He you, he was tied. Um, who? I know we've had more people on more than one. Oh, uh, Hank Rogers, Bass Geek on YouTube. We've had him on twice. I can't remember if we've had more but uh but yeah this is your third time most reoccurring guest so you feel honored you get to come on here and talk with us Oh i
4: don't know Uh, thanks for having
3: me guys yeah good to have you back yeah we were just you know we we like to have cody on periodically and you know just talk about some new stuff and you know changes within jig masters and all that good stuff um if you're new to the show, uh, Jig Masters is a sponsor of the show. Cody's the owner of the company, and uh, you know we really a lot of us are like like we we stand behind his products. We know he puts out a quality product. He's always looking to improve his product, so that's why we like having him on as a sponsor and everything. But uh, yeah, so wh- where where we want to start? Like you just want to.
4: Well, right, we're in a, right where you left off there, where you said, um, you know, always looking to improve current products and stuff. I and mean, that would be a good place to start.
3: Cool. So, yeah, so you've had, um, you know, you came out with a couple of products. I know we've talked about it, um, but you have the uh, underspin and the, uh, the swimming spin. And you uh, had some issues with that. So you want to like kind of go into that, like the issues and what you've done to improve on that and all that?
4: Yeah, for sure. So um, actually, on both of those, you were actually the first one to reach out. Oh. Um, and well. obviously I I give you a hard time or stuff just because that's what I do for you. But um, <laughs> you know, but you were having an issue with both the underspin and the swimming spin as far as the blade would, you know come off eventually, right? And, you know, fairly quick, you know, for the life of the lure. But at the time, you were the only person that said anything. So actually what I did, instead of assuming, you know, hey, Ryan's just bad luck, (laughs) um, you know, I kind of figured that there's no way that, you know, this is just happening to him, right? So what I did was actually I reached out to pretty much everybody who I, you know, talked to on a decent basis that had ordered those same products. And said, hey, like, are you guys having the same issue and stuff? You know, if so, please tell me. And, and there's a few of them that were. Not everybody, but it was a good percentage, you know. Um, so on that point, please, any customers and anything out there, you know, if there's any issues with the product, always feel free to reach out. You know, um, one of the things is, is, you know, while I'm still relatively small and stuff like that, you know, I want to try to perfect as much as I can, you know. And, um, so all that feedback's appreciated. Like, please don't be scared to reach out. Um, but anyway, so as far as what happened, the uh, the wire form that was being used um, did not have necessarily a consistent bend, and there would be a little gap in the wire. Um, this is to the, the swim and spin discussion, but there would be a little gap in the wire, essentially the blade, typically uncast. Um, or if a fish was shaken or something like that, sometimes the blade where it's attached to a swivel and split ring, it would slide out that, um, out that opening. Um, not necessarily anything when you're just reeling straight or any of that stuff, but it was typically either, you know, cast or if a a fish was shaken. Um, and then for the underspin, though, there was a wire form being used and even after crimping it and stuff like that, it was actually a sliding connector pin. Um, just occasionally it would eventually open up. And once again, you know, when it opens up, there's an open gap, you know, the blade slides out. Um, So basically um, ended up fixing those both with a a similar wire form. You know, we went through uh, several options and, you know, trying to make sure that, you know, Hey, you know, with what's out there in the market and stuff, like I can still make it at a relatively decent rate, but we need to get this fixed you know so and uh, the beautiful thing is now is it's a fully closed loop end. so there's no way that the blade there's no open gap or anything for that hook or the blade to slide out on right
3: and to go back what you're talking about about reaching out if do or have an issue with the product you know well, me and you we we text each other you know here you know, not all the time, but we we've texted quite a bit with each other. You know, this is your third time being on here. We've obviously talked a lot. So I, I felt comfortable reaching out uh, to you saying like, hey, this is the issue that I'm having. You know, a lot of people that, you know, don't know you or don't know right. you well, you know, they they might ha- have an issue with like like I don't know. They don't want to come off wrong or something like that or. Or something like that. So um try trying to get to the point that I'm trying to actually make. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like if y'all if y'all have an issue with a product, especially like Cody and Jigmasters, a smaller company, like you know, Cody Cody's willing to like look at the problem, try to fix it and all that stuff. So you know, even if you may not know Cody like I know Cody, or you know somebody that knows him better than I do, you know, still reach out. And this could go for other companies as well if you're having other issues. I feel like I butchered what I was trying to say right there.
4: <laughs> no, <that's all> right. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, yeah, I think know, you got I, the I, main
2: idea out there. So
4: yeah, yeah, you know, um, and one of the things too, um, you know, no matter how i get or don't get or whatever you know regardless i'm providing a product you know you guys are paying customers and your job as a paying customer is to get the best quality product that you can for you know the the most reasonable price right so you know still you you said you're a customer you know uh, i'm not gonna use the adage that the customer is always right um because obviously you know there are some out there that just reach out to about stuff that doesn't happen you kind of got to do a little deep dive in there Uh, but once again you know you guys are customers you know and i'm providing a product and a service so you know that's part of my job is to take that feedback into account Um, and i know with sometimes whether it's a you know smaller company or bigger company or whatever you know maybe you've had a bad experience reaching out and that's actually goes all the way back to the story that led me to start jig masters period um, as far as actually being a lure company was, I, I reached out to a, another jig company. Uh, won't name any names, but they kind of sent me a nasty gram when I was detailing an issue they had. You know, and I wasn't, you know, I wasn't saying, "Hey, give me a bunch of free stuff." You know, I, I wasn't acting outraged or anything. That was just simple, like, "Hey, guys, you might want to look into this kind of thing, just as a heads up." You know, and uh, instead of not replying, got a nasty gram back, and then hence I said, "Hey." I think I can do better. And that's how Jigmasters really get going.
2: Well, that's cool that it's the the basis of your business model then is to take care of your customers. I mean, I think it helps probably you as well to know if there is an issue. But also, I mean, you can do as much quality control as you want, but there's always going to be little things that probably slip through. So um, the sooner you know about that, the quicker you can make it better. So.
4: Yeah, and yeah, like I said, that's, you know, before uh, like some of those lures, especially if it's, you know, a a relatively new launch or something, you know, before there's, you know, 10,000s on the shelves at random stores, you know, I would prefer to find out um, as soon as I can, right, you know, so I can make those changes before it's uh, too late and it's a a big financial mess. It
2: definitely makes sense.
3: And not only that, like reputation, because, you know, a lot of those, a lot of people, generally aren't gonna reach out or anything they're just gonna be like well i'm not gonna use that product and they're gonna tell people like oh if you're gonna get this don't get this one because it's defective and all that so so yeah definitely definitely feels good no like i was the first one to reach <laughs> out to you and you know save your reputation and all
4: <laughs> yeah, you know well and obviously you know i was i was getting some you know but um you know, when, you know, like, especially like the Swim and Spend and stuff like that, those products have been out actually for a decent amount of time. Um, you know, so when you first reached out to me, I'm like, well, what the heck's he doing? You know, I, like, you know, <laughs> plenty of them have sold and I haven't heard anything.
3: I'm pretty uh, sure so you've asked good. me that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
4: Um, but, you know, so that was why I, you know, I, I went back and reached out to, you know, I was able to kind of sort out and figure out, you know, what customers had purchased these and stuff like that and reached out to a pretty good amount of them and got their feedback and yeah there's probably about a 15 percent, you know issue right there you know and that's way too much you know anything more than zero is too much so
3: right on so those are completely fixed now they're you don't have to worry about blades coming off um are you are you still able to change the blades or did that kind of do away with that
4: well, so one of the uh, the things with the underspin was I had it as a quick change underspin, and the idea was, you know, they could they could slide the collar up that locking collar, and put a new blade on if they already had it on a swivel. But then the more I got to thinking on it was, well, they could easily just change the blade on the swivel. Yeah. Uh, you know, they don't. So, you know, so really. There wasn't a huge benefit there. The change would be a little bit faster, but no, you know, still a, a person can put on whatever plate they want. Fairly easy. Just with a pair of split ring pliers or a lot of times with blades, you don't even need split ring pliers because they're thin enough to open it up.
3: Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, you uh, want to kind of get into like some new product?
4: Yeah, yeah. So there's... um. As far as the lure side goes, you know, there's, you know, kind of three new products out there, relatively new, that, uh, you know, I'd like to touch base on, Um, you know, that being the Marabu drop shot hook, uh, the skirted pivot head, and also the most recent release being uh, the Dr. Six round rubber jig series. So, um, yeah, I think. I'm
3: I'm interested in that. that To start with what?
4: I was going to say that we could uh, start with a drop chat here and then uh, work the way through the list. All right.
3: One second. I'm going to, for people watching on YouTube, um, let's see. I'm going to pull this up here. Got this. All right. Can y'all see it?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I can see it.
3: Yeah. All right. So here's the marabou drop
2: shot for the people watching on YouTube. So what's the application for this?
4: Yeah, you know, so uh, really this is a, a drop shot style presentation, obviously. Um you don't necessarily have to add any, you know, any soft plastic to it or anything. You know, basically you're you're hoping the moving it slightly or the current in the water is moving that marabou around. Um, and it's really, a, it's mainly a smallmouth application. Um, the person, well, Josh Woodward um, up there in uh, northern Wisconsin, he um, was the one that really pushed me to uh, to make these. Um, and it's one of the things I've seen him catch plenty of big smallmouth on. Um, it's pretty cool. Like, you just wouldn't think it would really matter that much. But there's times where he'll throw a drop shot with, you know, your traditional, you know, worms, goby style bait, stuff like that. Um, Or he'll throw a traditional, you know, the hair jigs and stuff like that, you know, where you're getting it on the bottom. And sometimes, especially when those fish are very, very finicky, um, the fish up there are notorious for, like, less action is more kind of thing, you know, a lot more subtleness to it. Uh, So there's a lot of times, you know, where he would throw those out and and essentially almost dead stick, and then all of a sudden, like, 30 seconds left or even just subtle, subtle pops, you know, just barely moving the rod tip. You know, all of a sudden, 30 seconds to a minute later, you know, then he would get hit. Um, you know, he's really trying to keep this bait in place for the most part. Um, and sadly, he, uh, he didn't see it the one time I was fishing with him on Sturgeon Bay. Um, he did almost hook what would have been probably about a seven-pound smallmouth. Wow. Um, which was as he was just about to give up on the cast and rip the bait up one darted at it and uh, just missed um but he didn't catch plenty of four and five pounders on it so it's uh yeah so it's a pretty it's a pretty cool and not so common technique you know and once again i'm a big believer on throwing something a little different you know it's uh that's huge to me especially as popular as bass fishing is getting now yeah um
3: Actually, to go a little bit off subject, I saw an article yesterday. I believe somebody shared it to Paddle and Fin page talking about like how uh, bass are getting harder to catch. And it, it was pretty interesting. It was basically, believe, you know, there, there was a little bit of some other stuff going into it. But the thing that really caught my mind was saying that you know, it seemed to be kind of genetic on which fish were easier to catch and which fish were um, harder to catch. And the easier to catch ones, you know, they get caught, and then a certain percent of bass fishermen, you know, keep and harvest fish. So the easy to catch ones um, eventually were pretty much getting uh, harvested. Right and so those genetics weren't being passed along like the ones that aren't that have the uh, genetics to be hard to uh catch so basically the easier to catch genetic fish was getting killed out by being harvested
4: yeah yeah you know and um too you know i would assume some of that will be just you know the the, the fish down there you know, predatory line there, you know, they're, they're going to be adapting too. you know, and some, you know, that's, I mean, you look at like central Ohio is one of the, always the greatest examples, you know, outside of spring, a tournament's going to get one on nine pounds half the time. You know, it's just, it's very hard. And it's like, you know, a keep five style. Um, you know, it's, it's, they're highly pressured lakes, And. Um, yeah. That was
3: another thing it talked about was pressure. Um, but it, that, that, genetic things would just what stood out to me about right because you don't hear a whole lot of people talk about that
4: right no for sure you know and um you know and how i look at it too on the uh you know the pressure size or the side of it you know is i mean it's it's becoming hard to find your own spots now you know i mean i i can't say how many times I've found like a random quarry or whether it's on a farm or something. And somebody says, Oh yeah, fish it, you know, and like nobody's fished it in 20 years. Heck, you could go in there and catch them with your hand if you wanted to, you know? So there's pressure does, I know it's kind of a you know generality where people always say ask ah, has it's it's increased fishing pressure, but it does have a, you know, a pretty big effect on, it, you know? So like I said, anytime you can throw a little something different, you're, you're doing yourself some favors. Um, you know, and some of that stuff, it's going to be cyclical, right? You know, so one of my favorite examples of all time is when the chatterbait came out. So the, when the chatterbait came out, was basically right at the tail end of where nobody could catch a fish on a spinnerbait to save their life, um, you know, and be included, everybody, you know, because that's one of the most common baits thrown. And when the chatterbait craze came out, you know, people started hammering them on those things, you know, and then they were, you know, doing great. And then about three years into the chatterbait graze, all of a sudden I realized I'm starting to catch a whole bunch of fish again on spinnerbaits. And it's getting harder to catch them on chatterbaits. You know, it's just like I said, it's um, you know, throwing stuff's different. It doesn't mean throw all your tackle away and start over. You know, it's just, hey, maybe we put that bait that everybody else is throwing. We put it on the shelf for a year or two, you know, and then, uh, you know, bring it back out. You'll be surprised.
2: Yeah. I think that's happened to like the whopper popper. Uh, I think, you know, people crushed it on that when it first came out. And then now I feel like that's happened to that same with the Senko. Um, I definitely have heard that, but, and as much as I like to share with people, what I'm catching on—that's always in the back of my mind—is like, how much should I be sharing? You know, I wanna—I wanna, I wanna right, see people, right. I wanna see people catch fish, but I also don't want to ruin it for myself either. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, I kind of, I
3: kind of thought the same thing about, you know, been on that underspin kick, and kind of thought the same thing about that. But you know, feel like people were gonna find it eventually. So and you know that's what this show is about is trying to help people get on more fish so right yep but uh so cool so uh was there anything else about that drop shot or did you want to move on to the next one or uh
4: no i think we covered that pretty well um yeah so then the uh you know the next one uh that we're talking about here, was the skirted pivot head. Um, I should bring that up here. But uh, this is a lure that might not necessarily look like much, but it excites me a lot. Um, because I love throwing pivot heads, and I love throwing, you know, skirted jigs. And this would be a combination of the two, you know, so... Um, I'm in the wrong know. spot. Not um, a little bit... Uh, Go Terminal? to signature series.
2: Signature. signature series, yeah.
4: Yep, and then keep scrolling down. Uh, click next. Uh,
3: don't see a next. Right, right there right in that middle. Middle
4: the middle.
3: Oh. Yep. Oh, oh, right there. Uh,
4: right there.
3: There we go. Oh, yeah, yep. I like so, that.
4: Yeah, so, um, you know, it's it's exactly what it is, you know, so it it has a, you know, a free swinging hook, um, which is, you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, that style, just because you, at least in my mind, you have a much better landing percentage, you know, you get some extra leverage benefits out of that, you get some extra reaction time benefits out of that, you know, when they change directions, you know, the hook goes with them for a second, compared to a grounded hook you know when they change directions a lot of times that's when you end up losing the fish um you know but yeah so it's um it's oh, the wow.
3: you know, sorry I, I didn't realize that there were so many more colors down here <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah yeah no so it's um so the the jig series you know flipping football and this as well they're all um, pushed out to 15 colors now um because after so many orders of uh, if you look at the last one. Um, I got a bunch of requests for custom orders for this that have finally got to the point. It's like, you know, I might as well just offer it. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah, <laughs> one it's a pretty cool color. That, color. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely a good dirty water color. Um, I've had a few local lakes that, you know, actually for some weird reason, even though they're clear water or lightly stained, they still hone in on this color. And I think once again, it's getting you just to something a little different. Um, yeah, it's definitely and, not really matching any forage or anything, you know. So,
3: and for the people that aren't watching on YouTube, uh, that are listening, this we're talking about the hot sauce color here. It looks like a maybe like a green pumpkin or brown with some red and black in it, from what I can tell.
4: Yep, yep. So, it's a dark green pumpkin. Um, and then it has some black with red flake and then some red barbed wire in there. And obviously, the red is the main feature that kind of stands out, which is yeah. once again traditionally a better dirty water color.
2: But, and that, um, then you uh, can Texas rig your your uh, trailer on there and make it weedless, I guess.
4: Yep. Yeah. So just like you would with a you know a normal pivot head, you know where there's no skirt on it. Um, but you know where I'm really excited are there's some scenarios where it's hard to fish both a flipping or a football jig. And that is traditionally, or at least in my mind, would be like when you have like those concrete riprap thing, you know, where you have the big, big chunk, concrete, all down, stuff like that, Uh, where I love throwing pivot heads, um, especially like on Lake Erie, stuff like that. You know, like a lot of like the break walls, you know, stuff like that. And and, um, so this is one of those lures that, once again, allows you to fish a skirted presentation, but you can come through that cover very well and not get hung up.
3: Yeah, I like that. Um, it uh, it almost seems to me like like in my mind when I'm thinking about it, it's kind of like a stand up, less intense version of the punch rig, I guess in a way. Like like kind of where you don't necessarily need that heavy of a weight to like really punch through mats, and you still want it to stand up. I I kind of feel like that'd be a good like I'm talking about like heavy cover where you wouldn't necessarily want to throw one of the typical jigs. Right. Because, uh, uh, you know, even though you do have the weed guard, things still get hung up sometimes in the really yeah, you thick know, stuff.
4: And, uh, yeah, with the weed guards too, I hate the name weed guard. You know, it's really a brush guard. You know, it helps yeah. you come through it, it, stuff it, better. It, it collects it, weeds, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but um you know with this too the nice thing with a, a swinging style hook is if you do get hung up especially like in a rock or something timbers a little harder but with rock you know you can kind of you know tighten and pop your line and what have you know, get it super tight let it loose and what happens is that the weight area it'll fall right back down back like right in line with a hook shank or, you know, the straight arm of the hook there. And a lot of times it'll actually pop you back out of the, especially with rock. I've had a lot of times where I get hung up and I just pop the line once and it comes right out. You know, mm-hmm. then you kind of keep fishing that cast. But it's a, it's a really good way, you know, both the pivot head and the scared of the pivot head is to, you know, fish those kind of style presentations but cover a lot of water too. You know, traditionally, when fishing these, you know, you're going to make long, like, especially with, like, riprap banks, stuff like that. You know, I'm making long parallel cast to the bank and then, you know, letting it get to the bottom, uh, which they, for the most part, you know, sink pretty fast. There's not too much drag there. And just keeping the rod tip low and just having a real slow retrieve on it and between that hook being able free to move and then whatever trailer you're using, you know, it's all doing the action for you, you know, so you, you're really just kind of slow roll it on the bottom
2: not yeah, my, dragging it you're actually reeling it
4: yeah so i like i let like to get to the bottom instead of like doing the little pops and stuff like that like i just keep my rod tip you know relatively low and i just do a real slow retrieve with it about 90 okay. percent of the
3: time are you using like a crawl trailer on that
4: yeah um i traditionally am always using either for these would either be like a four inch trigger crawl um or a uh, like a berkeley or not berkeley um strike king rage bug um, those are probably my two favorite for these, but there's a, typically I use like a cross dial. Something with a, you know, a lot of action on the, you know, the claws.
3: Cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick some of those up and give them a shot. Now, I'm get, is it safe to assume that don't come in the light wire, right?
4: Um, So it's actually a medium wire hook. So like, if you look at my standard jig, it is a heavy wire hook even though it's a you know, four out but it is a heavy wire four out um and then you have the light wire series which is a four out but that's a, a def, definitely a light wire um these hooks here would be in between the two
3: okay so not too bad because you know we've talked about it several times on here with the uh, light wire you know that's 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 all i use is when it comes to like the flipping and and uh, uh football heads you know that's all I use the light wire, and we've talked about it. How that lighter wire, you know, it allows easier penetration, and you know, in a most of us, well, everybody here on the podcast is uh, kayak fishermen. Most yep. of our listeners are kayak fishermen, so we don't have that leverage from. You know, we're in a lightweight plastic boat. We're gonna move with a hard hook yep. set. So that light, light wire allows for that easier penetration compared to the heavier wire where you're going to have to get a really good hook set on it. So without having a medium, um, having that, that medium wire, I, I'd, I'd say you'd probably still be able to penetrate pretty well with that from a kayak.
4: Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very sharp hook too. Um, and then also a lot of times with these, you know, you're hooking fish when the bait's on the move. You know, which that helps as well. You know, you got the momentum of the lure. So a lot of times, you know, the fish are almost hooking themselves, and then you're loading up the rod. Um, compared to a traditional jig, you don't have that, right? You're doing little hops on the bottom. Oh, then you feel it, pick it up, you reel down and try to hammer on it, right? But um, so it's a little different there as well. So there shouldn't be any issues with uh, with hookup ratio with these.
3: Sweet, I, I could have used that for that jigs tournament back in uh, June.
4: Yeah. You were uh, really trying to create a ruckus there. So (laughs) Uh, Um, all I was thinking the whole time was Ryan, please don't come in last. (laughs) 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 Which I believe you took second, if I recall, correct? Yeah. 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 Love to hear it.
3: Uh, Yeah. We, we have a lot of, uh, Local people that are fans of a, another jig company, and they didn't like when I posted about uh, about my order to jig masters and how I was going to beat them with Jigmasters.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I was just uh, happy that you actually did really well in that tournament. So yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> didn't want to have to eat crow there. So,
3: um, all right, so.
4: Let's. what will we get next coming up um yeah so um this would be in the dr six series Doctor. um so and just so everybody knows uh, uh dr six his name is ron six um he is a fisherman that i've been working with for a while out on uh on the west coast he's out in oregon and um you know very very nice guy uh, you know stuff like that and he started winning a, a winning or placing high in a bunch of tournaments using my flipping jig. Um, he ended up getting a hold of one by uh, pretty much dumb luck almost. You know, he didn't really know about jig masters or anything. Uh, there's a tournament circuit that he was fishing, and I believe he's still a part of, called All-Star Bass Fishing. Um, and they kind of do a, an, some interesting tournaments. You know, a lot of them are like bracket style. Um, And some of them, when they have like some like tournament sponsors, stuff like that, part of the deal is, you know, when you're going head to head with somebody for one hour, you have to use one of the sponsoring companies lure. You know, there might be three or four there or whatever. And uh, and he's a big jig fisherman and I was the only jig company there. So he just grabbed my flipping head by default and had the same comment that everybody else has had. Like, ah, it looks kind of funky. I don't really know about it, but I really need a jig. So he threw it. And um, ended up winning that tournament, and uh, you know, falling in love with his head design. Um, comes through cover grade. He loves how how easy it is to skip. Uh, but one of his one of his things, and I mean, he's older guy, but not you know incredibly old, but um a lot of uh, anglers out there, especially a lot of the tournament anglers out there, really like round rubber, which is you know something that's kind of in probably the last, especially the last 15 years almost, you know, it's really becoming less and less and less popular. It's starting to make a little bit of a comeback now, but um, the main reason is is it's not really pretty. You know, it's flat colors, um, and there's only about seven colors to choose from. You know, in the bait manufacturer side, you know, so you can't get the. It, it's pretty tough to come up with you know 15 useful colors like I do with the silicone material, um, but The benefit to round rubber is it has a lot more action than your standard silicone skirting will. So even a subtle tweak where that skirt will flare, you know, really, really aggressive. Um, You know, a lot of times that's, you know, when you're getting bit, you know, that that skirt opens way out wide, even on a a subtle tweak or, you know, twitch or anything. And, uh, you know, presents that, you know, your jig trailer there very nicely. So um, yeah, there's a lot of people who still use these and kind of keep it to themselves. Kind of, you know, what you were talking about earlier, Sean, about, you know, not wanting to give away all the secrets, but um, you know, we'll probably be adding a couple more colors here soon, but this is, uh, we just launched this about, uh, I think about a week and a half ago.
2: The colors don't look bad. You know, you can definitely tell it's a flat color, but I i'd throw that yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah.
4: I'm definitely I just, I just say,
3: you know, see. especially this color here this green and brown yeah i'd be all over that
4: yeah yeah you know it's um and like i said it's not that it looks bad it's just you know it's a flat color you know so when you have a bunch of these on the shelf or something they don't stick out as much as the super vibrant silicone skirting does you know so they, they often get overlooked but still works
3: Yeah, I definitely am interested in that. One thing that I did notice here on the website, this one has the heavy wire hook, correct?
4: Uh, This one does for now. Um, So, like I said, we just launched this about a week and a half ago. Um, And so this would be the same hooks that's in my HD flipping and football at the moment but we will be going back and adding a light wire series um i do believe we are going to go up to a five out though for the light wire
3: okay yeah you you gotta get me a light wire uh,
4: (laughs) yeah i can do a couple custom ones for you in the meantime before we get them launched all right
3: i will take it all right so whoa. I missed. okay so that's are you you're, you're basically going to use that the same way you would any other flipping jay correct or or football yeah, head? because yeah. there was a football head option i was showing the flipping head
4: yeah yeah there's both flipping and football um you know it's the same head designs that i use for my you know the the signature series um really the only difference there is it's uh you know has that silicone skirting material uh once again it has a wire tie in there to prevent it from slipping um because silicone is, or the round rubber skirting material is, a lot more slippery than your standard silicone is. Where a lot of times your silicone almost tries to grab or stick a little bit. Um, this will definitely not. So it is wire tied on there just to make sure it doesn't slip.
3: And you were talking about the colors. I honestly, in as far as jigs go, like the real, vo- like bright, vibrant colors. I've never really had much luck on like the, I guess more of like, I I feel like, like this one here, I was talking about the green and Brown, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of a dull green and Brown. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's going to benefit you when it comes to jig fishing. From my experience with jig fishing, you know, I, I feel like I can really do well with this color right here.
4: Yeah, you know, and uh, once again, you know, it, it gets you back to a little bit different, you know, than what else is on the market, you know. But like if you go to the black and blue on there, and then I think I got one hanging yeah, right above my head there. Yeah. You know, I mean, if for, you know, those people that are, you know, watching on YouTube and stuff, you know, you can tell just how different, you know, my standard black and blue is compared to, you know, the round rubber, you know.
3: Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've caught fish on your black and blue um, silicone, like the normal light wire. Yeah. Um, that, that's actually what I caught my big fish with uh, in that tournament we were talking about. But this one here, you know, when you get a light wire version of this, this, I don't know, I might be switching to this because I, I really like the look of it. Because like, like I was saying, like I don't, generally when I'm throwing a flipping jig, I'm trying to imitate a crawfish right and you know I, I feel like crawfish you don't typically see a whole lot of like bright vibrant colors on them
4: yeah i mean you, you like, occasionally do on you know relative like depending on the species time of year but for the most yeah, part yeah. and most of their you know most of their uh you know, kind of shell color and stuff during the year you know they're, they're relatively dull right you know more dull brown dark almost blackish you know stuff like that yeah. um You know, compared to, like, when you're trying to do shad imitations, you know, shad reflects sunlight like crazy. Um, You know, so, yeah, so, yeah, so the the dollar, the flatter color, you know, would probably resemble more of a crawdad for a majority of its life cycle. Sweet. We got more, right? Um, As far as the lures, that uh, kind of covers all the, you know, the recent the you know design updates or going through some of the newer launches here um one of the other things too here is uh you know hopefully by the time everybody's hearing this that jig masters will be having the apparel line back up Um, a lot of new items you know performance hoodies uh, a new performance long sleeve. um you know we're we're doing uh like some women's race back tanks Uh, We're doing performance quarter zips, both in men's and women's. uh, You know that we're bringing back the comfort tees and crew necks and a couple of hats and stuff. There's one hat actually coming back, that hat or not coming back? It's a new hat that has sold out twice already before it's even been online. Um, Just from people seeing it in the shop or whatever, seeing a couple of them in my truck and stuff when I first picked them up. So, um, so they haven't sent
3: me any pictures.
4: I have not. No, I like <laughs> said I'm already out of stock. I can't, you know, so, but um, yeah, so hopefully we'll get everything on here, um, you know, before everybody gets to listen to this. So,
3: Cool. Yeah, it's cool. So uh, you said, you know, we're recording this on Sunday. You said mm-hmm. it might be all out there uh, by tomorrow morning. If not, it should be on by Tuesday morning.
4: Correct. Yep, that's correct. Cool
3: sweet um was there anything else you wanted to cover on any of that new new product old product
4: um no you know it's just uh you know you know hopefully you know everybody kind of keeps supporting and uh you know i have a lot of return customers which is you know good feedback for me that says hey i'm doing you know something right apparently Um, but, you know, it's just really everybody helping get out the word, you know, about Jigmasters. It's pretty easy, uh, you know, website to remember just jigmasters.com, you know, and as far as soon as the apparel hits or whether you need lures, stuff like that, you know, and, you know, obviously help support if you do, or if anybody does have any questions on, you know, maybe if they're not sure, like, you know, what, what are like the must have colors or, you know, what colors are really popular in their area and stuff, you know, I don't have any issues, you know, trying to help them pick out you know, a small, like I'm not going to be the person who says, Oh, everything's great for your area Buy everything. You know, it's not really my style. You know, I want to try to give everybody valuable feedback. So always feel free to reach out, you know, whether it's for, you know, feedback on, Hey, you're having some issues with some of the products or whether it's just like, Hey, you know, what would you recommend?
2: And we wanted to say thank you as well for your continuing support of our show. So, um, you're definitely always there to help us out and, um, uh, hook us up when we need it too. So thank you.
4: Yep, not a problem, and uh, I'll be seeing you guys soon here in October.
2: Yeah, So it, does that mean
3: you are coming? I, I was going to mention it, but
4: yeah, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to make sure to be there.
3: All right, guys. So Thursday night, uh, Brian on the live show announced our our uh, paddle and fin meetup we're having in October. It's We've been saying Dale Hollow is technically the river um, connected to Dale Hollow. It's not far from Dale Hollow, though. So, But, uh, you know, we released a little flyer with some details. Some of those details might change a little bit. You know, we're still trying to figure it out. I think a lot of it's going to depend on how many uh, listeners actually want to come meet up. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to... You know, we announced on there we're gonna have a barbecue or grill out depending on where you're from. Is it it, it it is that a northern thing to call a grill out a
2: barbecue? Yes. <laughs> see I never heard a grill out before.
3: Yeah, like yeah. down here it's like, hey, let's let's go uh let's go grill out. You know, <laughs> throw some burgers and hot dogs on the grills. Yeah, yeah, to me, true. if you're gonna barbecue, like you're actually making barbecue. Like yeah, no, I'm with you on this
4: one, Ryan. No, we uh, typically like grilling means you're gonna do some traditional like you know burgers or hot dogs, brats, stuff like that. But yeah, no barbecues. You know, most of the time for people around here too, you know, they're smoking the meat, you know, you know, sauce stuff like that. So yeah, I'm with you yeah. on this one, Ryan. They're different.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we were gonna you know do that kind of stuff but i believe we might be figuring something else out with the restaurant there at the marina where you know hook us up on a deal which would make it a lot easier on the people that we're going to be cooking anyways um so you know everybody can enjoy their time there, not stuck on a grill the whole time especially if we do have a lot of people show up but uh yeah uh jail folks we had him on a while back. He's supposed to be there. Uh, he said he's going to bring his guitar. You know, we'll pick around a little bit. I'll bring my guitar. I suck, but you know, <laughs> I pick a little. I, I I do a little bit, and you know, I'm sure other people there will be able to play a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, we're, you know, we're going to be staying at the marina. Um, uh, the I believe he's the owner there. He might be a man. I'm pretty sure he's the owner, Richard there. Man, he's, uh, he's like, really interested in, you know, like, he, he's excited about us coming and checking it out. You know, he's, uh, you know, he started selling kayaks there. He's got vibe right now. He's trying to get some other brands. So, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, this this is, this is going to be pretty awesome. I can't wait to get down there. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And,
4: yeah, and it's going to be, good, uh, gonna really be good
3: time. Fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to put Cody in a kayak. You know, he's generally a bass boat guy, but we're going to get him in a kayak and let him see what it's like.
4: Yeah, I've uh, I fished out of one at the, um, oh, it's a Lake Collin. Uh, that's when I actually met Brian and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, since then, I haven't been able to get in one. You know, it's uh, I haven't really been fishing that much either compared to how much I would like <laughs> to
3: do. Uh, so you ain't yeah. had no time to go fishing
4: yeah yeah no you guys are keeping me busy and that's a it's a
3: good problem to have you know yeah yeah that's what i tell my dad you know he he's in the hvac business got his own business and you know he's he's like man we're booked out for like two or three weeks and stuff i'm like too much works better than not enough yeah yeah especially during
4: times
3: like this you know so but uh yeah so the meetup if you are interested you know I, i believe it's the october 16th to the 19th i believe um but yeah if y'all are interested you know uh look get on paddle and finn facebook page and there's a little flyer it shows you the number to call uh you know richard that i was talking about there at the marina he wants you to call him directly instead of calling the marina um just so there's no confusion you know he's yep. setting it all up so uh, if y'all want to uh want to come out there i mean i believe it's 50 dollars a night per person yep. so not too bad because it, it's going to be i believe the where he's having to stay is pretty luxurious pretty nice and uh we're right there on the water um yeah there's there something else i was going to cover where was i going to cover i can't remember what i was going to say so i guess i won't say it <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, I uh, appreciate you coming on here again and, you know, maintaining your title is the most, uh,
4: <laughs> yeah, if I, if, if oh, I yeah. ever, if I ever get past though, you need to reach out immediately. All right. So that's
2: <laughs> one, so. uh, um. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks again, Cody, for, uh, coming back on and, uh, sharing your new stuff with us. Oh. Uh, I just
3: remember what I was gonna say. Sorry, sorry, Sean. Sorry.
2: No, go for
3: it. I, I, I had to get this for you. Um, first off, if you want to order uh, some jig masters, make sure you use promo code PNF twenty for twenty percent off. And second off, giveaway. It's been a while since we did a giveaway, so you know I figured let's do one. Let's do we say two ten dollar. Jigmaster gift cards. I was gonna do just one twenty, but you know, there's not an t- option for twenty. So let's do two ten dollars. And uh, you know, I I I don't really like people that just follow the Facebook page but don't actually listen to us be getting our giveaways. I like the people that are actually supporting us, listening to the podcast. To you know be the ones that win it. So you got to listen to podcast to win this giveaway. Um, What do you think? Like comment the, okay. If you've tried jig masters before, uh, there'll be a post Monday morning about the show, like going over the details of the show. We do it on all the episodes every, every day. Um, comment on that post. Say, uh, If you've tried Jigmasters before, say what your favorite lure is of Jigmasters. And if you haven't, just comment what lure you're most interested in trying. And we'll, everybody that puts in for that, we will put that in a random generator. We'll pick two winners. Each person get a $10 Jigmasters gift card. Does that sound good?
4: Yep, that sounds Sounds good.
3: All right, guys. And when you eat, whenever you <laughs> win, make sure you use that PNF-20.
2: Yes. All right. Well, uh, again, thanks, Cody. Um, this has been the Bass Fish Renewed segment of the palon and Pit Podcast for bringing you the techniques, the tricks, and the tips to help you with more lips. Thanks, guys, for listening, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Later. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on paddle and fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle. We'll let our end in- Finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter M, and Finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler. The Angler button and app just makes for a better time on the water on all your jig and tackle needs. Join me, chef Jean-Paul bourgeois and the whole crew here at duck camp dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky.